welcome again to Relative Reaction. Hello, hello. As always, I'm your host, Travis. I'm Mama Brian. And we are so thankful to have you here listening in again for yes. yet another episode with Love us. our kinfolk. After about a 10-minute dog delay, we are finally getting a good start. Um, and yes, you heard that right. And the timing was right. It was about a 10-minute dog delay we had there. We yeah. attempted to start this. And one of the canines that frequent our show that I'm sure you've heard in the background because I can't edit it all out. I try. But I'm too nice of a guy to lock them out. I need a studio. Uh, <laughs> they would just cry at the door anyway. <laughs> I know. Y'all need to start supporting us more so we can get a studio. Get a nice little soundproof. It'll sound better. I mean, I'll have all the nice fancy tech tools with it. There'll be a, a lack of animal presence, so you might that get better sound quality. That is a sad quality. thought right there. Uh, I mean, for editing, they can be in there, but for I, I've learned to edit around them. I've gotten pretty good at that, honestly. <laughs> Even cats in the middle of your computer, you've edited around. Uh-huh. There was one time they deleted half the thing, and I had to try to find out how to save it. I was like, would you stop? Get your fat ass off the damn buttons. <laughs> I love working with animals. Love it. Oh, they are always a smile. No, thank you so much for listening and joining us again. Uh, remember... Uh, be active out there uh, mm -hmm. as our kinfolk. We love it. We absolutely do. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can get us on our Facebook, our Twitter, our email, relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. Any of those, I mean, we check them. We love hearing from you guys. If you yep, want to yep. go above and beyond, go over to iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast at, honestly. Uh, give us that five-star rating and a comment yes. there. Doesn't matter what the comment says. Really yes. doesn't. No one reads them, but for some reason it works in the algorithm. When they see a comment and a rating, right. they want to show you off. They want to be like, hey, check out this podcast. Look at that this podcast. That helps us a ton. I can't explain why. I don't get paid to explain why because I don't understand it. So <laughs> I get uh, I get paid to sit here and talk. I can do that. I understand that. I, I got that, that works for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the part I'm good at. It works so. Uh, like I said, the links are in the description below. If you search up Relative Reaction Podcast uh, on Google, all three are your top. Yes. Your, your, or I guess your email is not going to be in your – it's not in the search review, but you know how to email. Yeah. The Facebook and the Twitter, all they do pop up to the top two things. So you'll be yes. able to see it there. Uh, we did get a little bit of comment back last week from one of our faithful Ten Folk listeners. Uh, you remember last week we were talking about a kid being pulled out for video games and all? Yes. Pulled out of school. Right, uh, He said it was a good topic. Uh, with pulling your kid to play video games, I am discouraged with the way families act. It's almost like those uh, you should be able to rely on, you hardly know because everyone is constantly on a computer. That being said, who knows how long this trend will last, and I am a proponent of making hay while the sun shines. It's not like the kid is getting isn't getting his education. Uh, if anything, he's getting an accelerated education. He's getting what's required by state and lessons in financial planning. So I can see that. Sure. Uh, he made a very valid point. He did. Uh, we threw up a lot of devil's advocates on that last week. Mm -hmm. A lot of people went both ways on that one. It seemed. Right. Uh, but he, I thought he brought a very good point in there with uh, we didn't think about the financial planning. He's talking about how his dad's going to 
uh, what was it, put his money into stocks and, right. and, and stuff like that and invest right. it. So maybe it is an, an extra a lesson that he wouldn't have otherwise and how you deal with, I, I mean, he's probably better dealing with stress than most school kids, I'm sure. Sure. I can so, definitely see that. There's that. And then he did put a, a random question there at the end saying perhaps the reason why swallows can't survive in captivity is they injure themselves in the cage. Which, uh, I think Because that, they are so delicate. Maybe they're a little... Too. Too delicate, not too bright, not a lot of brain up there just running Maybe the they'll try to themselves. run into like a cage or... Yeah, you know... I think about a, that part. That's a, that's a good point. We were trying to figure out why a lot of those animals wanted to be like, what, what do you mean? Yeah. That's kind of a good point. I like. I never thought of it that way. No, because you do see them everywhere. So it's obviously not that we don't know about them. It's obviously not that there isn't enough of them. Right. <laughs> They're not on any list. God no. Huh. Well, that's pretty cool. Now, They're see, not on that's... a bird watchers list. <laughs> I like swallows. That's a that's a food for thought, so to say. That is. So I, I just like thought it. that was a very good. Uh, talk back there from our kinfolk. Uh, yes, definitely brought some interesting you. points on different stories. Even uh, definitely some things that made you think that we didn't. And that's what that's what we mean when we say we want you to be active. We want your opinions on the stories, um, whether it's an opinion that we share uh, together, right. or if it's something different. Or a lot of times, we. I mean, I'm not the brightest person out there. No, it's simply something so we haven't thought of. I don't think of everything. Right. I don't think of half the things. Yeah. I barely think. So we He's got a point. You, you know, we that, that little bit of extra it helps. It helps us know what we're doing. Yeah, I mean there are just some points that we don't even think to to bring up. No, I I don't think of that when I'm writing out a story or when I'm hearing it from one of your stories that I, I don't know anything about and I'm hearing it for the first time right. thinking to myself, I don't maybe I don't think that way. Right. Everybody thinks a little bit differently. So it's interesting to hear what other people think. Sure. That being said, uh, this week our, our town dried out. If you remember last week, we were talking about how we had a, a rain and flash flood in our town. That mm, was Yes, a pretty, pretty severe one, actually. We uh, finally dried out mm -hmm. and are actually have been sunny, I think, all week. Yes, and we actually... We had that and then it went beautiful. Yes. It really did. It really honestly did. Not only sunny, but at some points it was almost too hot. It was, it was, it was, it turned out to be beautiful this week. Yes, absolutely It went from gorgeous. a start over the weekend that we were like, this is going to be a long week, mm -hmm. to after the two days, it was like, um, came and out. And everything dried up quickly. I it mean. It really did. I was impressed with how quickly, because yeah. when we say flood, like there was legit flooding in some yes. areas that. Rescue boat out for, you know, to yeah. rescue. Right. Yeah, when you when you bring a rescue boat on, it's the flood is deep enough for a rescue boat to work. Water marks you can visibly see on many buildings. Oh yeah. So yeah. So that was a good thing I thought. Yes. Uh, been doing more moving. Uh, this week I took a break from moving into my house uh, <laughs> to help my cousin move, and I went back to unpacking my house. However, I realized why I still hate unpacking. With a passion. All this moving has made me realize that, yes, yes, Mama Bryn, you are turning 51. <laughs> the yes. age starts catching up. Yeah, <laughs> it's catching up with me on 25. <laughs> I Things home. I've never felt before a hard workout. I feel now. Knees, ankles, small back. <laughs> I did. I came home the other day. 
And I, I looked at my wife and I was like, I, I, I think I might be older than 25. I don't, I don't, I've never felt these things before. I had, I had a headache cause I wasn't hydrated enough. Right. Uh, I had a killer headache all day. I came home, I pulled something in my back and I don't even know how I did it. Cause that day, the stuff I was unpacking, it wasn't even moving up and downstairs. I impacted my kitchen. So I had heavy pots and pans. And that was about it. The older you get, the easier it is to pull things. Trust me. And I don't know what I did it. I know I damn sure felt it. I don't know how, but I came at My back was killing me. My feet were sore from being on just a simple floor all day. Yeah. Without shoes or socks. That hurt my feet. I I'm grew like, up on a gravel hell? road where I never wore shoes. Mm-mm. And I could walk across the gravel like it was absolutely nothing. Da, 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 da. I grew up in South Georgia where they have like legit dirt roads still. Mm-hmm. And I used to walk up and down the dirt road in my bare feet. We used to play out in you know, my friends' lawns and, and jump into the street and all. Not a problem. And I know I had to be stepping on all kinds of rocks and yes. whatnot for the road. It never bothered me. never phased me. I would ride my bike. And have, if you remember riding bikes, bike pedals, those little spikes oh, are yes. hard as hell. And I used to ride my bike barefoot because you'd be mm-hmm. oh, I just got to get over there real quick. You don't have your shoes on. You didn't care. I would do that now. I would get like one pedal and be like, what the? Ah! Ow, that hurts. So, I mean, things Somebody put a cushion on that. Same. My 25-year-old body feels about 50, so <laughs> I, I can't imagine what the, the, the actual 50-year-old body feels like because I feel like I should be 50 now. Oh, I was in some major pain. I came home. I took two aspirin, like, immediately, and I couldn't go to sleep because I had to... to some chores that didn't get done because we were helping moving and such, you know, my own chores. So I was tired and I was ready for bed and just, I really felt whooped. <laughs> yeah. Even I took an aspirin the one day. And if you know anything about me, it's not that I'm against medicine or anything. I, I'm very pro-medicine, actually. I'm just stubborn. So I don't like to take pain medicine or anything like that. I don't like taking even something as simple as aspirin, I'm like, eh, I'll get over it. It's, if it's a headache, it's a headache, whatever. You know, even I took an aspirin one day. I'm like, I, I need something. I don't mind help. taking aspirin, but I cannot take them until evening time, because for some reason, the way aspirin reacts with my body, it makes me so tired. That's because you're the size of a damn child. Well, I am not. Yeah, Have you seen some children? They're smaller than me. Not many. <laughs> I've seen some, uh, quite a few that are, are larger okay, than you. Okay, there's some. Then there's my niece. And by children, I mean, you know, like, like seven. eight who almost yeah. looks in me eye to eye. Yeah, there's that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, like, maybe that has part to do with it. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> it, they just make me so tired, I cannot take them until the evening. I did see Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah. Is coming back in a a relaunch via Netflix. Rocco's Modern Life. And I'm so happy. <laughs> yes, I, I know love people Rocco. thought that show was so stupid. I I don't care. Loved it. Growing I did up. too. And I very... loved his freaking shirts he wore. That was my favorite thing. And there's a oh yeah the bowling shirt style. Yes. Oh yeah. Nice 80s 90s. Yes. It was very 90s colored. <laughs> I loved Rocco. And, I mean, I could possibly watch him now and think, what the hell? That is stupid. And maybe what I'll agree now. I but 
honestly, for me, it's all nostalgia now, so I don't give a shit. Like, I'm going to watch that. No, I have it to. was one cartoon that, yes, I was an adult, and yes, I watched it, damn it. Okay, but 90s cartoons, some of them, I don't know how they made it past, like, any any kind trial of censor. <laughs> yeah. To be a children's cartoon. Have you yeah. seen some of those? One of my ultimate favorite 90s cartoons that I love, 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 and I would watch, if they were to replay them, I would watch each and every one of them was Angry Beavers. Oh, yes. I freaking am in love with Norbert. Yeah, I did love Angry Beavers. God, I love that show. But even that had some... some it did. Some nice it could get a little... and shit. And then you had something like Ren and Stimpy that didn't even try to cover it up, and they were like, yeah, it's a kid's cartoon, it's animated. That was not supposed to be a kid's cartoon, no. I don't think. Even two angry dogs could get a little Two respect. stupid dogs. Two stupid dogs, yeah, sorry. Don't diss on two stupid I like that show, I did, too. too. I'm just saying, at times, they could get a little risque. It was... Like, a little part of... If you weren't an adult, you would catch it. But if you were a child, you'd be like, I don't get it. But, you know, as an adult, oh, yeah. you're like, whoa. <laughs> they did that a lot in the 90s. Yes. <laughs> but then you had, like, the two flip side. Two stupid dogs. Because then you had, like, Arthur... Mm-hmm. The cleanest, yes, most like educational style show, and then possibly the best educational show in the world, maybe second to Zabumafu. I don't know. It might be, it might be a tie. The Magic School Bus was nineties as well. No, oh, I did like. You Ms. had Frizzle love, Miss Frizzle. Yeah. I did. I did. I liked that. But no educational show will ever beat Mister Rogers. Oh, oh yeah. Fred yeah, is, is Mr. Fred reigns supreme. Yeah, I can't even argue that. That's very, very spot on enough there. I mean, Mr. Rogers is just he's he's a god of education. I agree. God, I love Fred. <laughs> uh well I also saw something else really cool. I love ice cream. I love ice cream sandwiches. Who doesn't? Exactly. And what is the best part of your Olive Garden meal? The Andy's Mid at the end. Oh, God, yes. You know right? I have a... Like, I try to get them uh, all before people grab them on the tables every time. Well, they are now having... They now made... Hershey's Ice Cream is making it, by the way. Mm-hmm. An Andy's Ice Cream Sandwich. An oh. Andy's Mint Ice Cream Sandwich. Oh, my Lord have mercy. I would eat a whole box of those. So it'll essentially be like that mint chocolate chip ice cream in there is going to be all like Andy-styled mm. mint chocolate mm. with the cookie. Oh, my mm. gosh. It sounds so amazing. Hershey, you're – I mean, I, thank you. I, I just – I want to thank you. I haven't even tried it yet, but I'm going to – I bow down to Hershey. Yeah, I'm going to thank you early on, and I hope oh, that doesn't come no back to me There's no way you cannot ass. like it. There's no way it's not going to be good. Don't fuck that up, please, because I'm <laughs> – I'm really into that. I love freaking Andy's mints. I couldn't imagine an ice cream sandwich. Oh, Lord. Just Whoa. thinking about it right now makes me want one. I saw that this week, and I was mm, like, mm, oh, my goodness. When I'm they coming out, love. do you know? I think they might have started coming out now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know I want to try one. If oh, I yeah. see one, I will be buying them mm-hmm. without a second doubt. Without even a question. <laughs> Anything else going on this week for you? Um... No, I had a busy week with all the moving. Uh, very horrible, terrible, crippling day today. My turtle's sick. I never knew turtles get, like, legit sick. Yeah, he has. Oh, they're just such hardy creatures. You don't yes, often see turtles get sick. They are very hardy. 
but because of their the environment that they like, they're susceptible to fungus infections, and he has a fungus infection on his shell, and they look horrible. They look oh, his he's peeling, and it just looks horrible. My poor baby turtle. It is. It is very depressing to look at. It is. My poor angel. But I'm working on it. I know what to do. We're going to go through all the steps. He's mad at me now, but he'll get over himself. Yeah. I have to take him out of his water for a little bit so he's angry with me. He does. He he. And he can hold a grudge. (laughs) That turtle can hold a grudge. I'll tell you that now. Until I bring out the food, but, you know. Yeah. I will honestly say, though, that turtle is, I think, 15 years old. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen that turtle even remotely sick no. with anything, let alone Never. a fungal infection. Right. Like just, I've barely ever seen him on an off day not active no. in 15 years. He's, if you were to put him on the ground. He's gone. Blink, he still loves it. Blink and gone, baby. He loves to go outside. He loves, he just, he loves everything. He's an awesome, awesome turtle, an amazing turtle. People who say, why you get a turtle? You can't do anything with that. That's bullshit. Oh, yeah, you yeah, you can definitely do shit with him. He's very he's a very active turtle. He really he is. is. And like you said, God forbid you take him out. He's active enough in his tank. And when mm-hmm. you take him out of it, oh, he, he loves flies. the outside. He loves to go through the grass. He loves to go on the floor. Mm-hmm. He loves the bathtub. He loves anything. He does. He loves everything. He just loves to love. I mean, he loves food. He lo- I give him little things in his cage i'll switch him up from time to time he'll let me know if he likes them or not yeah i bought him this turtle for christmas it's a teeny little turtle statue all covered in christmas gear hates it <laughs> he lets me know about over. it constantly knocks it over covers it with rocks hates it what's funny is when he's out and about obviously if you listen to the show at all before in 50 episodes, you have heard us talk about our pets many times. Oh, yeah. We have a zoo. With that being said, it's so funny because all the cats and the dogs, <laughs> they have to stare at him when they move. They think he's the coolest thing ever. And yes. they're scared to get near him, but they just stare at him. And he just stares him back down like, He does. What? He just looks what like, what are you like, going to do? You little ass turtle, if they sat on him, he would get squashed. And he's he just like, he's, what are you going to do? He thinks he's like tortoise size. He's like, come on, <laughs> bring it on. But they don't. <laughs> yes. I love that noise. Sorry. <laughs> so do I. What does that noise mean for us? Update. Exactly. Now, this is going to be a little bit of a throwback update. Sweet. Uh, I, if you remember, and I remember bringing this up a, a while ago. I honestly cannot even remember when it was that long ago. Gotcha. I think it was towards the beginning of the year. Uh, I was talking about how Woodstock 50 would have been this year. Oh, yeah. And they were trying to plan the event out, and then it kind of got shady and quiet, and right. the venue backed down, and there was all People these dropped things, out. and, yeah. and it, you know, it just got a little weird. And then it got really quiet, and no one said yeah. anything about it. No. Well, I Went found in. something about it this week. Ooh. Woodstock 50 has officially released all artists from their contracts. Uh, okay. They made an announcement saying that they would be moving and doing a smaller show uh, about 350 miles away in Maryland. Uh, they said they wouldn't require the contract of the all the artists going to the new venue because it's 
it's further away than it would breach the the contract by them if they would try try to enforce it they'd be like well that's further than what a contract would say that we would have to travel for it right um so none of them are required to do it and this came right after uh john fogarty and jay-z had pulled out of the show mm-hmm. just a couple of days before they had fi- like officially said it's a no-go even if it happens at this rate i yeah you know. and now the majority of these artists obviously can't do the change of venue anyway because you book this out so far in advance oh yeah it's you're in the middle of summer so that's when what 75 percent of your tours happen Exactly. So you have all these people on tour right now and all their summer tours. They can't just switch it up to go no, no, 350 miles south to Maryland for a night. You got scheduling. Up. You got life. They initially called and talked about possibly doing a DC show mm-hmm. in replacement. But with such short notice, there wasn't really anywhere to do it and hold a venue that what they're right. trying to do and then you would have to try to make the deals with everyone so quickly in such a high named area exactly. whereas this spot is still kind of it's considered a like dc suburb and there's a lot of, of artists that they had named for it so it's not like it's just one or two artists you know so, what i mean to switch around and move uh right now they are quickly uh trying to make conten- deals contingent on putting a little bit of a show together still of some sort for Woodstock 50 there. Uh, they're just waiting on a the venue to see if the promoter uh, is going to confirm with them that they can officially utilize the venue and all. They're just waiting for that confirmation right now. Uh, they're already trying to contact artists that they can bring in. And see I wonder what the bottom what line of it all was. I don't know. I just want to know how much money they've already lost. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to be able to make it up. I really don't think they are at this point. Yeah, it'll be at a, a Meriwether Post Pavilion is what the venue is that they're trying to go for is called. I just, I'm sad. It was, I thought it was going to be really awesome and I was right. super excited for it. But now I almost feel like, I know they're trying to do their best to bring something back and not let people disappoint down. And I understand it's not all their fault. A lot of it was that venue. The original venue was seen to be so on board at the beginning, and then right. That's why I said I wonder what the bottom everything, line. which isn't tr- is honestly not their fault. They had the artists lined up, they had everything set up for it, but when the venue says no, you can't, you can't go make a venue in a year. You can't go build one and go. Okay, well we'll build our own. Right. You have six, eight months. You can't build it. They will come. Yeah, you can't be doing that, and God forbid you try to find a land up in new york right i guess upstate new york there's a lot of land oh still, sure yeah just all that goes into that i couldn't imagine you know that so that's obviously off the table so they're tr- i guess i i want to commend them for all the efforts they're really trying to do to pull something off but i just think it might be too late because honestly how many people are going to be able to go they're wanting to do this in the middle of august like it's already the end of july yeah. How, you know, how many people can Short even... Notice. I just, I... Because you would have had people travel from all over for Woodstock 50, but I, now so most of those I, people I, already canceled out because they, of all, everything that was up in the air. I think it's a moot point now. I really do. It's a shame. It could have been something really cool to do with uh, Woodstock 50. Yep, 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 yep. Lots of awesome names. There was. There really was. And, yeah. But I just wanted to give the quick update on that because I thought that good was... Good update, good update. Uh, I know it had been a long time since we talked about it, but I I just finally hearing something about it, I wanted to bring that up because I remember 
I was so curious what was going if anything was going to ever happen. So it was nice to see at least some right. form of an update with it. As we said earlier, this is episode number 58. Yep, yep. Uh, 58 is the minimum speed of the wind needed to issue a severe thunderstorm warning. Ooh. 58 is the lowest PGA Tour score on an 18-hole course done by Jim Furyk in 2016. Wow. The number 58 is associated with misfortune in many native civilizations in Central and Southern America. Get out. The mo- it has something to do with, and I, I did read into it a little bit now, my mind is just blank. I am sorry. I, I've been up for, oh, let me see. At this rate, about 20 hours. You're going to have to cut me some slack. My memory's not all, all certainly. has something to do with 58 sins or something that happened back then. Something to do with that. I can't remember what. You have to look into it. Yeah. But it's consi- it's associated with misfortune because of like the whole scenario. The most points ever scored in a fourth quarter NBA game was 58 in 1970. And it's also the most points scored in a game by a rookie when Mr. Wilt Chamberlain did it in 1960. Wilt Twice within a month. Yep. It was like the end of January and like the middle of February. Homeboy scored 58 points as a rookie in one game twice in a month. That's insane. Amazingly insane. Well, Patrick from SpongeBob claims that 58 is the luckiest number ever. <laughs> Die Hard 2 is based off the book uh, by Walter Wagner titled 58 Minutes. Mm-hmm. There are 58 counties in California. Then in music, you have the John Cage CD 58, the Chicago song 58 Poems, the band of Spur 58, and lastly, a side project that I put in here just for you <laughs> involving Nikki Six. That was called 58. So let's rock this episode. Let's get into it. What do we got this week? Nikki Six. Okay, I'm sorry. I just fangirled there a little bit when you said his name. Anything with Motley Crue relation, you go nuts and berserk Um, over. They were my band. Were? They were my thing in the 80s, baby. I love you, Motley Crue. Yeah, but would you, even with as big of a fan as you were, would you have been one of the people that went backstage with them? No, I, I didn't say I was that kind of person. Because they were a crazy ass. Yes, they were. They were what encompasses <laughs> when you think rock ass. band and you think of all those weird like stories that you think are fake. That was Motley Crue. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have done all like, that. Like, to the extreme. I, I wasn't. I actually, you know, had a, a better perception of myself than to just do shit like that. <laughs> but I was in love with Nikki Six. Yes. Yes, I was. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Love you, Nikki. Okay. I thought because August is coming up, and that is like one of our huge tourism month, big, big time tourism. So I thought I'd do some stories about vacationing. Now, the first vacation. story I decided to do was called You're Not Welcome. That's right, folks. Countries usually love tourism because it brings Big money. But there are some countries that simply just don't put out their welcome at at all. Now, ever. is this going to be similar? I know you did a story. Oh, it would have been about four or five months ago, I think, now, mm-hmm. of countries that Americans weren't welcome in. Is no, this, this isn't just like that, yeah. or is this just tourism This is ones general? that just do not like tourism don't at all. Don't care if you're American. Don't care what you are. Just don't come tour our country because we don't. We don't. You're want either you. born and raised there, and you're set, right. or 
You're good. <laughs> exactly. All right. Now, the first one you all are going to guess because, well, Libya. Of course, we all know about the civil unrest and, and it's the country is unwelcoming to most people anyway, let alone... Amen to that. But this is the 16th largest country in the world, but they the government infrastructure is just not built for tourism. I mean, I guess it's, I mean it's a lot of landmass, but mm-hmm. it is just such it's like there is no it's it, 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 it some areas were hit so hard by all their civil unrest that there's no recovering. No. So in all honesty, when you think of Libya, what would you – tell me one place you would go visit in Libya. I really couldn't think of any. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. There, there's not even a place that people – like is a hidden gem that people want right. to go and right. adventure and see it still. There, there's – No, you're right. You're absolutely Libya. correct. It's all either what it, the yeah, desert, the, the you mentioned, or yes. it's so just – War torn. Right. The second you mention Libya, everybody thinks, "Oh yeah, they've had so much civil unrest." Yeah, yeah. they have, and they have. Okay, the others I have are Belarus. It's huh. not even included in the World Economic Forum, which is like the data for all tourism for every country. Really? It's not even included in there, and you know why? Cause it doesn't wanna be. Wow. <laughs> it's like not in there because it's doing something wrong or it's not following rules or, you know, giving them data. They simply do not want to be in there. They that could is... care less if tourists want to come to Belarus or not. I'm I'm honestly very shocked by that. Yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> I don't know. They just... Belarus yeah. is a decently sized country too, you figure. Sure. Because it... it... It, what, it stretches from Poland all the way to Russia. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Okay. Poland, Russia. Yeah. I I'm, think uh, they're just, I don't know, maybe kind of out of the Soviet thumb, so they just figure they want to be on their own. What's funny is I could have swore, I remember when we lived in Germany, I could have swore I knew a group of people that went out to Minsk. Really? But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just was hearing about a history of Minsk. And maybe, maybe. I, I could have uh, Venezuela is another one. And uh, now see, this for tourism falls to the bottom of the list because it's just so focused on other crises that are happening in Venezuela that they are putting no money into tourism. So as far as hotels, taxis, all these things that they take into calculations for tourism. Yeah, that you need to, if you're going to you go visit, need you to need to have good tourism, right, are just... Almost non-existent in Venezuela. Not completely, but they're just so run down and so, like, places where people do not want to stay or the taxis are so few and far between that they become ultra expensive or, you know, things of that nature. So it sounds like, to me, Venezuela is not on the side of not wanting tourism. Right. They just, they can't afford tourism. Right, so they like, they have to put their want, money on luck, so uh, many other things that there's just not enough dollar to go around. You better be a real good planner because you're going to have to plan your shit right. out. Exactly. So that to put them then the bottom. And another one was Turkestan. Turkmenistan. Turkmenistan. That's it. I almost thought that was fake at first. 
when it I very first heard it. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's hard because when you get over there, there's like six countries that end in Stan. So you just yes. assume by the end of that list, someone's fucking with you. Exactly. <laughs> Now, in order to even get your visa to travel to Turkmenistan, it has to be personally approved by the government. I mean, like, personally, they look through it all, and uh, they just don't approve a lot. A whole lot. You better have a damn good reason. Yeah, you gotta have a Which, reason to honesty, go visit. I doubt it's a reason. You probably have to have the right price. That's uh, what I'm thinking. A lot of those countries over there can be bought. Yeah. You want to visit? I don't give a shit about you. Right. How about if I give you X, Y, Z? Mm-hmm. All right, it's approved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're very, very much like But that. even when that is approved, even if you spend all that money and you buy them out, they watch you like a hawk. Oh, yeah. It's not like you're going to actually tour anything. Exactly. A lot of those countries that are so hard to get into, if you do by chance make it into, you literally are watched. Which is... Frightening. And yeah, you're not allowed creepy. out of major cities without a guide. Yeah. A guide approved by them. Yeah, one of their tour so, guides. Exactly. So it's crazy. Bolivia, the government here just is simply not interested in tourism. Really? It likes its country the way it is. It likes its people the way it is, and it wants to keep it that way, and is not interested in the tourism dollar. Huh. I wonder if, like, why they're worried. Do they think that, like, I don't know. I would have to look more into their economy because maybe their economy is so balanced that they feel the influx of tourism will somehow. I'm just surprised because you figure they're surrounded by places like Brazil and Chile and, you know, Peru, which when you think of South America, everybody's going to those locations mm-hmm. and kind of... There's some big-ass places to go visit. But it's... Bolivia just simply doesn't want the tourism dollar. And maybe, I don't know personally, but maybe it is a headache having a large tourist place. You know what I mean? I, maybe. I mean, I'm sure... I don't really I know. I guess there is a headache that comes with tourism. Oh, sure. I guess everything has you its with pros tourism, and cons. You, you... You're going to take more wear and tear on things. Sure. You have to add, you have to commercialize certain things in order to continue it. Right. And no offense, a lot of tourists are assholes. They are. And the more, if the more you want tourists to come, the more updated all your hotels have to be, the more updated all your restaurants have to be, the more updated all your traveling your yeah. roads, everything about tourism is you have to put money into it to make money. You do. So, like I said, I guess I could see if you have, but I, I have a hard time believing you have a low crime rate. Yeah, I wouldn't believe that because I don't think anywhere in South America has a low crime rate, quite frankly. I, I, I don't think so, no. I don't think so. That's some of the most dangerous places you can go visit are down in South America, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Angolia. You must be invited into Angolia by the government. There's no other way for you to get in. You cannot simply apply. Damn. So they ain't fucking around. No. But if I'm not, if I'm correct, is Angolia also a mountainous region, which is hard to reach in the first place? Is that Angolia that's like that? I know Angolia is in Africa. Maybe it's Mongolia. I'm thinking of or something. 
yeah, Mongolia is like by China. Right, Mongolia the mountain. Okay, I have them between switched. China and Russia. It's like right so, up there. Yes, it basically okay. separates the two. I mean, they border other areas, but okay, okay. Yeah, I, that's so weird that like, because I remember Angola was one of the ones that was in your American one as well that hated yeah. Americans. But I guess they don't just hate Americans; they just hate people. <laughs> they just not a friendly kind of group, and of course, we all know Iran. It just simply yeah. doesn't approve of any Western civilization. No. Anything anti-Muslim is anti-Iran, so to speak. Not so much anti-Muslim, but anything that is not of the Muslim faith is not approved by Iran. And even then, half of it's not approved because you're not part of their country exactly. or there. It, it's... Precisely. Yep. Mongolia is next. Okay. So, really? Yeah. yeah. It is because it's the least populated country in the world. It it really wants to stay that way. It really wants to st- Because it's so hard to get to in the first place, it is very, very scarcely parcel- populated. So, you know, it's hard to get to in the first place. And they just kind of like their, their little mountainous... So they're all, like, straight-up introverts. Yeah. It's it is, like a it's whole country, country of, I like you, but why don't you come back tomorrow? <laughs> you know. Yeah. I like you. Why don't we meet in China for dinner? There you go. <laughs> Algeria. Now, this is Algeria. It's just because the culture there is so conservative. It's one of the most conservative cultures in the world that they simply... You know, they don't approve of anybody else's culture. Yeah. So. Wow, I didn't realize they were so conservative there. Yes, extremely. I knew Singapore was super conservative. Yeah, I always assumed kind they of a, kind of would be the like right. the most conservative. I'm yeah. really surprised by that, Algeria. Huh. Now, Comoros, Comoros, I think Camarus. it's Comoros. I, I think that's. I'm not quite sure how you pronounce it. It's the island nation. I know many of you. Many of people have heard of it. Who cares? They don't want your shit anyway, apparently. So. <laughs> it's a it's a little teeny island, but it has such unreliable plane travel to that little tiny island that people are just give up the ghost of going there. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they want you hard. there, but you it's really hard to get there. All right. Well, then I recant the fuck them. There you go. Maybe they're right. <laughs> they're just on this own little <laughs> island, and they're like. People, come, come. And everybody's like, yeah, no. They so, probably want to go. They're like, get me the hell out. Yeah. Please. Come, Let I me can leave with, with you. you. <laughs> I'm bored. I've seen the same three <laughs> fucking palm trees for the last 28 years. I'm tired help. of coconut. Help me. <laughs> Papua New Guinea. And it's just simply too mountainous for most people, what they think of vacation. Now, if you're like an enthusiast who yeah. likes to do climbing and such, then you would love Papua New Guinea, but otherwise people are just like, eh, So they're not against tourism? No, they're not against tourism, just people simply don't go to Papua to New visit Guinea. there because, hell, huh. <laughs> I look like work. It's vacation. That's kind of weird. Yeah. So, just want to say thank you, and uh, you all are not welcome to those countries. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are welcome to some of them if you can get into them. Yeah. Like... Apparently, Papua New Guinea or yeah. Cameroon. You're you're welcome. They just you, you know you're, not, you're gonna have a hard time getting there. Okay. I'm just thinking you probably get there, but how the hell are you getting out? Yeah, there might be that. 
Get there, you are now part of them. One of us. One of us. Anyway. <laughs> we love tourists. Over to my first story on that note is Shifty Ship. All right. Easy for you to say. I said it perfectly fine. Yes, you did. I wouldn't. <laughs> you couldn't say, what was it, populated early. Okay, whatever. whatever. I'm old. Uh, well, this ghost ship reappeared after missing for nine years. Holy. That is a, yeah, wow. It was a huge freighter. It was presumed lost, and it ran, a, it ran aground on a sandbar near Thongwa Township in Myanmar's Yangon region. Uh, it had disappeared almost a decade previously. Uh, local fishermen were stunned to witness the reappearance of this quote-unquote ghost ship, tattered and time-worn, but bearing no evidence of its journey since going off the radar. Wow. Most mysteriously, the freighter carried no cargo or any trace of its original crew members. Neighboring countries firmly believe that this container ship, which I... I this name. Oh, fuck. Um... <coughs> The name, it's, it's Sam Ratalangi PB-1600. Anyway, it was lost in the depths of the ocean. Wow. Fishermen reported the baffling reappearance before bravely boarding and inspecting the ship for clues, which I would have gladly done. I would have Hell been yes. I would have like, fuck yeah, I'll die I'll be way. the first one, baby. I don't, I don't care, care. I'm dying. This is going to be the coolest uh -oh. shit ever. I'm going to die. Happy. The Navy, Coast Guard, and police joined in in the hunt in the massive 177-meter long freighter and it weighs in at an estimated 26,510 tons holy this is a big shit. bloody ship yeah uh, like i said there was no crew or cargo found on the thing which was quite puzzling on how such a big ship just turned up in our waters piracy uh <laughs> the authorities are keeping a watch on it for now the ship was being towed to a salvage yard in bangladesh when the tugboat lost control during the storm uh when it initially was lost to the depths of the sea. Broken tugboat cables were still attached to the freighter when it grounded. Myanmar Navy representatives backed up the idea that the ship was probably being towed at some point in time uh, as two cables were found on its head. Bangladesh was the likely destination. The country has significant shipbreaking industry uh, and hundreds of commercial freighters are scrapped in the Chittagong every single year. And this one was probably destined for the same fate. It probably ran its course. Sure. They were going to scrap it in this giant yard that scraps ships all the time. Uh, when the tugboat was tugging it there, giant storm hits, breaks the chains. Tugboat's going, fuck you, I'm out. I'm getting my shit, and I'm going to keep going. I ain't stopping. I ain't trying to look for it. There's a big old storm coming. I'm gone. But it's just kind of crazy that almost an entire decade later... It just kind of grounded That's itself in Myanmar. Awesome. Uh, the ship overall is 18 years old. Uh, it was last spotted off the coast of Taiwan in 2009 and bore the flag of Indonesia, um, which was still all very accurate information when they refound it almost a decade later. That would be cool as shit to go on. Talk about a real-life ghost story happening in front of your face. Man, I wish I could have been the first one on that freaking thing. Now, obviously, there have been uh, other stories of ships that mysteriously disappear sure. and reappear, uh, drifting into different shores, all of that. But this ship is the first of its size to emerge after... It was huge! Just being 
lost at sea so long and so mysteriously with no trace. It's the it just it's it's unique in that aspect. Uh, I just I thought that was. It, I felt like when I was reading the story that I was reading a fake story. Yeah. In many ways. <laughs> yeah. It, Sounds like a, a, a book, you know? Uh, yeah, it sounds uh, like someone's yes. writing a, a novel about exactly. it. Exactly. And it's not. That was a, That's a real-life thing. Almost 10 years, no trace of this ship. And like I said, I gave you the dimensions. It's a big fucking freighter. That's putting it This isn't a tiny little no. fisherman boat or, you know, something like that. It's not even a freaking barge. No, it's giant. It's yes. a freighter. That is... Awesome. I, it How went into a black into hole. How that in 10 years? It found a black hole, it slipped in it, and it didn't come out for 10 years. What, did it hibernate? Try would, to get the black hole wouldn't let it out of it for 10 years. 10 years it took them to find their way out of that black hole. That's a big hole. I'm just saying. It's a slut. You said it was by Bangladesh. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm. I'm just. I would have loved to have been the first person on that damn ship. Ooh. Now we're over into the last of the special edition package thoughts, which I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be kind of sad to be done with this. I have enjoyed the the change of pace. I mean, I I miss eating as well on the podcast. But oh, okay. I was gonna say because I still eat. I, mean, I, I just haven't <laughs> eaten this month. I've been on a water diet. Sorry. So you may still eat, but this is the only time he drinks water. Yes, that is true. <laughs> I may have had it once before. <laughs> no, I I'll be sad because it's been kind of fun just to try something new, and I've been very curious about all of these because there's so many different versions of it oh, out now. My so many. Gosh, different... yes. I've been truly curious, like what the if they're any different. Or so this has been a really fun month for me and interesting to to try it all out and see. Uh, and I'm going to miss having Dr. Marina Aqua on here every week for just just a little bit of the episode. It makes me sad. Well, I can't come back because right after this, I have a mission underwater in the <laughs> ocean, and I'm probably gonna die. Well, in the ocean. Don't She's going to be in the yellow submarine. <laughs> no, it's actually orange. Aw, my favorite color. <laughs> well, I do want to ask, uh, we've learned a lot about you throughout the month. We've learned about your college. Um, we've learned about your cats. I also uh, learned about those things this month. <laughs> we've learned a lot about different water puns and jokes, as you have... Gladly, gladly that what they were. I have none prepared for today. But I do want to know, I know your doctor was in purified liquid quenchers, which I'm not positive what that is. Me However, either. what is your job? What do you actually do? Well, I drink a lot of water. Well, I mean, uh, what, do you, what do you do with that? Do you urinate just... regularly. <laughs> Who pays your check? My husband. <laughs> mm, that's an unfortunate guy. <laughs> I remember him. So you don't. So you don't have any job with all of these qualifications. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I, I drink water. I just told you, I drink a lot of water. Huh. Well, who do you drink it for? Do you are you? Do you have a brand that you drink for? All of the brands. 
if it's water, I drink it. That's my tagline. <laughs> so are you just a professional, like, water tester? Yes. Huh. Well, uh, water. Let's see what this week's is like, and then I'm going to ask you another question. I'm going to bet it's going to taste like water. Well, what do we have this oh, week, Oh, not Mama today. Brain? Today it's going to taste like purified water. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's core. Core hydration. Interesting. Made in California IA. It has a neat lid. It's one of those big gulps again, which I'm not a fan of. But the lid is also a cup. Yeah, that's cool. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, so you can waste even more plastic when you're done drinking it. Well, I mean, less if you're using a solo cup. If you're using a regular cup like a normal person, or you know, just drinking out of the bottle like a normal person. Eh. Our landfills depend upon us. Also, if everybody would just drink out of a filtered pitcher instead of all this bottled water, we'd save a lot. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you could just recycle. You can't recycle a lot of plastic. You can recycle this one because it says... I, I remember seeing that, that yes. it's like a recyable thing. Reduce. Well, yeah, but they say Reduce. that on a lot of stuff. Recycle. And then they throw it in the landfill. Well, that's the person. Yes, 100% recyclable. So, okay, now, th what the difference is with core as to the other waters is this one also gives you the minerals and the electrolytes, easy for me to say, to help you feel more balanced and more... <laughs> I know I'm off balance. So it's extra watery water. So it kind of, yes. it's like yes, a... It is. It's like shampoo. You know how shampoo makes water wetter? <laughs> they figured out how to do it without shampoo taste. Also, every soap ever. So this is like if Gatorade and water were to have a baby, it's core hydration. No, it's water. Ooh, if they were to have a baby. It would literally be watered down Gatorade. This is water. But this one has like the electrolytes, which is something that's really big for Gatorade. That's why it's great for hangovers. It's also in all water. This just has more of it than others. Yeah, but that's why Gatorade is so great for hangovers. Yeah, because there's a shit ton of sugar in it. No, and the electrolytes, because trust mm -hmm. that helps with the hangover. Yeah, also Pedialyte. Well, yeah. You know, I'm reading a bottle. Good for you. You can read. I'm that good. And it says, free from arsenic. Huh. Hmm. Well, that's true good. Our words were never printed on a bottle. That's good. How do you know? Does water have, have arsenic you in it? it? I don't know. Yes. I mean, I mean it's it has all says the, that. It has a whole bunch of other says fluoride and all that stuff yeah, in it. But I didn't know it had arsenic and that kind of... Isn't I'm assuming that, if, mm. if it exists in the world, it probably is in water in some concentration. I mean, you actually do make a good point with that. that that's actually above... Okay, well, not in this water. Because it's filtered, just like every other bottle of water. Yeah, it probably doesn't take... I have yet to find the water I like as much as Evian. Well, Mountains. I actually prefer my water to have arsenic in it. Well, if I'm giving it to somebody else, I do, yes. Arsenic can be present in, at varying levels in many foods and beverages. Oh. And pro these products, like bottled water, are safe to consume if, if they meet at all FDA regulations. Of all 130 bottled water brands tested by Consumer Reports, only two exceed the FDA standards for arsenic. Oh. So I guess it is kind of common. 
You said two exceed it? Yes. Out of 130. Yeah, but why are they allowed to sell it? I don't think they are. <laughs> I believe... Well, it's only poisonous if you have it in a certain amount, so if it's under that amount... Yeah, but do you want to take that chance? Because it's a very, very painful... Painful. It's widely believed... Arsenic poison is I mean, if you ingest enough painful. of it, you're just going to die right away, so... It's widely believed that natural occurring arsenic dissolves out of certain rock formations when groundwater levels drop significantly. Oh. Well, so yeah. it's not like processed arsenic. Got it. Weird. So Learn something new every day. Basically, if you ever want to kill somebody, put some arsenic in their water and just be like, oh, it was naturally there. Hmm. I guess that bottle didn't get tested. Well, let's try this out. Let me see if it's... Don't kill people. Yeah, Disclaim. please. Unless you Disclaim can get away with it. Don't, don't get caught killing people. Oh, okay. don't that's better. That's better. Go. Core. It tastes it weird. Taste... I don't like it. No. It tastes something. There's I something can't, different like, about it. figure out what it is. It's, like, thick. It, t- it tastes like... No, it tastes like drinking that, um... It's like when you buy purified water at the gallons at the grocery store. Uh-huh. And just drink that by itself. Tastes kind of weird. You know? I've never done that. Oh. No, well, you have not. When you grow up in the middle of nowhere in Alaska, you drink what your parents buy for you. Well, me, okay, valid. I, didn't, I don't like that. I don't know what it is about it, but it's just different. Different. Yeah, I don't like it. It's different than all the rest of them. I should be hydrated after a sip so I can just be done. Take it like a shot. There's a question. There's, there's two questions I want to ask. One I want to ask to everyone. I'm sorry, one question. Well, one, one I want to ask everyone. And the other I want to ask um, solely to you, Dr. Marina. Hmm. Um, I want to know what love is, truly. But no. <laughs> I want you, what, I what want you of all, to show me. Of everything you've tried. I want you to shut up. <laughs> what is your favorite water? If you had to just pick one brand From out this there, month, Aquapana. Was my favorite. What's your favorite ever, though? Water. Like, do you like seriously? What would be your one brand if you can only like, have one brand of water? Honestly, what would that be? if it doesn't taste like lead or copper, I'm gonna drink it and it tastes fine. Well, I know you're going to, but what would your favorite be? Water that doesn't taste like copper. Do you drink like tap water at all? Yeah. Okay. Because some people are like so anti-tap. I water. drink tap water out of the sink upstairs that tastes like iron, and it's yes, fine. Yes, it does. I have low blood iron, so I like when my water has iron in it. <laughs> Are you, sir, going to start drinking more water? <laughs> I could see myself, honestly, out of this month, out of the ones we've tried, I could see myself drinking the Aqua Pana one. That was the good one. I could actually see myself getting a bottle of that. Like, if I was thirsty one day, I could actually see myself going, or if I knew I was going to be outside or something like that, actually buying a bottle God. of that and... Yeah, like keeping that with me and be like, you know, drinking some of that. I learned something interesting from the registered nurse at my job of tasting water. Um, <laughs> she's recommended to one of my patients of water drinking that you, for every for every sugar to drink you have, like soda or iced tea or anything like that, you should add an equal amount of water to the eight cups of water you're already supposed to be drinking in a day. Really? Yeah. Like, like if you drink a 24-ounce cup of soda, you should dr- drink 24, 24 extra ounces extra. of water Holy to balance sh- that out. Oh, hell no. Probably. That's a odd 
I don't, I, yeah, no, I'd have to wear a diaper. Also, so do all the patients at the water <laughs> water drinking facility the I work at. Facility. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, I would, wh- what would I be able to do with my life? I would have to spend the entire day sitting there drinking fucking water just so I could have enough. Eight cups actually isn't that much. No, it's eight. 64 ounces! Good mass kills. I'm so Yay! proud. Woo! I think he was homeschooled. Who was your teacher? <laughs> Some bitch. Hi! <laughs> anyway. I could not drink that much. If you... I don't drink that much of anything. It's not like I couldn't just do that of water. But I, I literally don't drink that much at all during the day of anything. You should. Not eight cups. Well, okay, not eight cups. But if I cups. had to drink more than that, that would leave me bloated. When people... When you think of eight cups, you think of like, oh, this this is one cup. It's yeah. 16 ounce or whatever, 12 ounce cup. Mm-mm. And this is like two, you know, whatever, right. one and a half. If you sip, like if you, I think they said if you drink two ounces every hour, you're there. And two no, ounces is like two gulps. And all these Two ish. ounces every hour would equal 40 or no, 24 ounces. Three ounces every hour then... 36. I didn't major in math. I majored in no, water. I don't know. You're looking at me for How many math? hours are in the day? There's 24. God damn it. it Technically, would be... there's 23.59 minutes and like 40-something seconds or something. That's what why we have out? leap years. 24 hours in the day. So if you drink two ounces, it's 48 ounces that you would get. That is not the 64 required. Also, you'd sleep for some of that time. So we're going to go... Now, if you did three ounces an hour, that would be 72. You would actually... Either way, drinking one cup of water per hour is very small amount. You could easily do that. And I'm awake for about eight hours each day. So... And for as much as sweet tea as you drink... I don't drink that much. He always has it, I mean, but it takes him like a year to get through one cup I, of it. I, I will true. give you, that is I true. always have sweet tea. Like, I'm not going to lie on that, but I truly don't drink that much. Like, it looks like I do because I always have a cup, but that I go... last you. Exactly. I get okay. the that small where I work, and I will drink one usually while I'm at work, and then I fill one up, and that's what I drink when I get home, and I usually end up still throwing something away by the time I wake up the next day. Yeah. Okay, so if you did that with water and you drank oh, one cup th- that size, 24 ounces. That's not 20. Uh, yeah, that is 24. Of water. I worked at Subway. I know what 24 ounces is. This isn't Subway. <laughs> How many cups is in 24 ounces? Three. So if you drink one of those at work and one of those after work. I'm still two cups off. Yeah, but that's better than the zero. But then that I would drink you on the right road. <laughs> but then I would get no flavor in my life because you're saying what I drink. You eat food. That's plenty of flavor. So what I drink for the entirety of my day now has to be water, and I still don't make the correct fucking amount for the day. Well, that's because you're stupid. You don't drink enough. No shit. So for every one of those you drink, I want you to drink an equal amount of water at work every day. You are asking way too much. You need to start me low. Like, I want you to drink one That cup is a day. low. That's three cups out of eight. I want you to tell me, like, I want you to drink a cup a day. That is a failing grade. <laughs> I don't care. I'm thinking a cup a day, maybe I could manage that and only miss, like, get one free day a week that I forget. You don't get a cheat day from water. Why not? <laughs> I think I should get a cheat day. I think you're asking a lot for me. I hope you had fun this week <laughs> or this month. Okay, this whole thing is called hydrate or die. You're, hydrate going, or you're die. going to die. You, you, you don't hydrate. Die. I mean, it's not 
the worst thing? I know a lot of people would be happy. Can you hit him for me? I'm too far away. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And again, because you made two comments. I, I did! <laughs> <laughs> it was all one long comment. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Doctor, for joining us in in all seriousness Carter, i do appreciate you coming in this month yes, and yes. spending the time uh i truly had a blast doing this and getting to switch it up a little bit for package thoughts try these different ones some of them some of them truly do taste different um some of them i don't think taste different at all some good no. some bad yeah uh but i do appreciate it um and we will see y'all next week in package thoughts we'll be back to trying out our We'll be back to trying out more normal things, and we'll be on a different, well, on a different not page. Too I'll be busy. And I'm sure water. we will. Um, I'm sure we'll do more of these themes out in the future. Thank you. Thank you again. All right. I got a second survey. This is called No USA. No USA. <laughs> I'm going on the tourism theme. You see what I did? There? I see that. Yeah. Okay. This is countries that want No USA. But it's different from the other story I did, so keep listening. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of... I got percentages, rates. You're all just going to wrap your mind around, especially if you're an American going, what the hell, they don't want me there? Fuck it, I'm going. I don't okay. know. I'm, I, th- I feel like you're getting repetitive after only 58 episodes. It's kind no, of you're going to be completely mind-blowing at some of the country's names I have on here. You're going to think you know them. Or you're going to think, oh, which one's done with USA? It's all those countries that I'm just going to wonder if we're reading the same list. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. These <laughs> You're going to love this. Trust me. Trust me! I've learned not to trust in my life. <laughs> Here, there are countries that truly, truly don't like our wonderfully diverse American culture. And may those countries go to hell. Well, I'm trying to thing it's going to be if we go off your list last time mm-hmm. we have north korea we have uh, north iran korea is not on there. this list iran. iran was on there angola was on there no angola i don't remember all the countries honestly it's hard to remember like i remember the story obviously but it's right. hard to remember like all the specifics of the, the countries that we named no, off at that time i promise y'all this is a different story completely different uh-huh. all, all right. right give it to me then all right. Wow all right. me. Our Blow first one mind. is Jordan. No, I our first one once. is Egypt. Jordan was two. Uh-huh. First one is Egypt. I knew Jordan once. Okay. It's good, dude. All right. Whatever. When He's last polled, really <laughs> of all Egyptians do not want Americans in their country. Wow. 85% folks. I want to go to Egypt. Doesn't that make you just want to go there and wear a big-ass USA shirt and wave a flag around? No. Okay, I'm not a, a, a dick. I'm not either. I'm just American. What can you fucking do that day? I just want to go see the goddamn pyramids. Look at a book. I want to go down the Nile River, and I want to see some of the pyramids. All right. Well, you do it your way, I'll do it mine, damn it. I want to see a giant cat You ever man. been kicked out of a country? That's fun as hell. Okay. How Next, you know? we have, I'm just, it, I've heard it from a friend. <laughs> what no. friends do you have? <laughs> but I am very sad, and I feel like a lot of that mm-hmm. for Egypt is probably from the tourist areas of American tourists going over there and acting like jackasses. I think 
the majority of the Egyptians do not like us because of our policies on foreign aid, quite frankly. I think that's a lot of that. I just think on the tourist areas, I think, are the ones that really... Mm. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I think it has to do more with foreign aid. I'm, I'm sure policies have a lot to play with that. Right. And Jordan, they definitely agree with their Egyptian neighbor. They think USA equals bad. Yeah, you can both go to hell. No, I won't oh, go. No, I will piss on the Sphinx. Now what? No, I I mean, it's a cat. They probably already pissed on it. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> uh, the next country is Turkey. Yeah, I could believe that. A country that we lived in for two years yeah. as Americans. And it sucked. I loved it. Also, you were taught how to blend in. Because you could not be spotted as an American. While I was there, quite honestly, 10 miles away from where we lived, two Americans got shot. They weren't from our base and all. They were visiting and they were at the, the Adana Embassy and they, being Americans, so they got shot. Two of them. 73% of all Turkish people polled do not want Americans anywhere in their country. No. I enjoyed... Turkey. Cappadocia, I thought, was wonderful. And I've got to be honest with you, the people, for the most part, not all of them, for the most part that I met in Turkey were extremely welcoming. I mean, if, That's it, was what I said, average, not all. if it was just your average bloat and it wasn't anybody dealing with literally anything government-related, whether it be a... No, their government is corrupt as hell. You people just think our government is. Yeah, it's... it's like, anybody... I mean, I say any form of if you can touch government or state like it's corrupt we're talking from police up to in in like capital buildings and embassies to ts something as simple as a tsa person style Mm -hmm. all of them are corrupt all of them okay i do agree with you there palestine of course you can all guess why 72 percent of all palestinians find this find Americans unfavorable. Mm-hmm. Another easy. reason for Turkey, I know for a fact, is because Americans come over there and they, we're such a pushy fucking culture. I and honestly think a lot of these things have less to do with our culture and more to do with, like I said, foreign policy, obviously. Oh, but yeah. also our take on, uh, like some of these countries, I believe, our take on how we separate church and state over there, it is one and all. Yes. Well, I just, that's what I'm saying. I think we go over there and expect you to, to bend to us and you blend in. If you go and you blend in, you won't have an issue in probably any of these, honestly. Because I know in Turkey, I never had an issue. But I also, I didn't flaunt that I was American. Did mm-hmm. I ever deny my, myself being American? Oh, hell no. Anybody no. asked me, no, I'm American. Trust me, I got mistaken for Brit, I got mistaken for German, I got mistaken for all kinds of things. I never didn't... No, I'm American. I am. But when you blend in and you submit to their culture, you can actually go see things and they're not angry at you. Right. But I will say, even in my time there, not only did I, I know the Americans, know of the Americans getting shot, we went uh, down into a city, uh, made a wrong turn, and it, I know that sounds so 
just fake horror but film. We yeah. legit made a wrong turn, went to go down a road so we could do a U turn to get back onto the street we were supposed to be on. And you saw giant banners. I mean, not small, like a little poster. I'm saying giant banners that went across the street, things sticking up on all the light poles with the American flag being crossed out and anti American language written all over them. Yeah. So it, I, I definitely believe it because I've. Oh, Unfortunately, yeah. I've experienced that firsthand in terms And there of were so many times that we were told not to leave base. There oh, were plenty yeah. of days where we were... And there were so many cities in, like, whole-on cities, they're like, if when you can leave, you are not they're allowed to go there. They're red-dotted, yeah. If there was a red-dotted area, don't go there. Yeah, that's true. Okay. And Russia. 71% of Russia still has no forgiveness for us simply because of the Cold War. Which kind of sads me because that is, and this is going to sound weird, my number one place I've wanted to visit in my life is Australia. Mm-hmm. Close up to that is Russia. And it has I nothing would not to do... mind going there. But you you have to be extremely careful in Russia. Well, and it's not yeah. American or otherwise. In Russia, tourists get picked off like freaking fleas off a dog, baby. In Russia, tourists pick you. You don't pick the tourists. Okay. Russia pick tourists. <laughs> Um, no, I just, I would, as nothing to, I'm not a very big, like, history buff. Right. So I truly don't care about the political side of shit. Uh, <laughs> I just want to go because I want to be able to see, like, the Kremlin. Um, right. Some of the some amazing things to St. Sure. Petersburg and Moscow are just so stunning in pictures. Right. I would love to go see firsthand. It would be amazing. I agree. Like I said, it truly has nothing to do with, I don't want to be there to make a scene i don't want to be there to be a tourist i just i want to be there simply to be able to stand and see some of these things firsthand right because i just think they're stunningly beautiful this one's going to surprise you greece 63 percent of all grecians don't want us they, they are aware they have no money right they really that's need to why on they don't want money. us because we wouldn't help them in their what uh, 12th yep. time of going under yeah. They're like little freaking teenage children. They can't handle their money. I remember they got really mad at Germany when Germany was sure. going with NATO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, yeah. they hated Germany for a while because, again, after so many times... Yes, people Angela get Merkel tired of went, bailing them the hell out. Angela Merkel stood up to the rest of NATO and I was like, I, we will not... No. We cannot fund this again. Not again. And then... They were mad at Spain because Spain was starting to go right. bankrupt because they had helped them so much. Spain was going bankrupt. Spain's like, we don't have money now because we helped you. Like, we can't. We need bailed Repeatedly. out. Repeatedly. We need bailed out. I can't help anymore. Yeah, America just said, yeah, no, we're not going to help you. And, of course, so they're pissed. Argentina, 57% think that as an Americans, as USA in general, as a whole, is just too dangerous for them. Argentina. Argentina. They think we're too dangerous. Thug life. Hey, baby, I didn't choose to thug life. <laughs> I, just, I, I don't know why, but that just is very... Uh, yeah, that surprised me. I, it's, oh, okay. okay. Now, this is another country we've been to. Austria. Yes. Loved Austria, actually. I thought it was, it's definitely one of the most beautiful countries you'll ever visit. 55% think Americans, now this is where you you come in, 
what you were saying to the others. Americans are non-appreciative, ignorant, and uh, they've had enough of our culture and want no more. Can't blame them. I, I, I'm the same way in a lot of ways. I'm a proud American, and even I'm like half the time. Like I don't, I'm sick of our culture. And that's, that's a shame, though, because that is coming... a beautiful ass country. There, oh, that yeah. really is. There are some things to see there that you will. I mean, like a postcard. The oh, freaking yeah. whole country was. I've like gotten a to go to a couple cities, up to and including one of the greatest cities, the best in Austria. Fucking yes, <laughs> I've been to fucking Austria. <laughs> Whoopity do. Yes. <laughs> uh, now this one surprised me because we've also lived here, Germany. Really? Yes, that's why I said that one surprised me. We have a forty-seven percent disapproval rate in Germany. Wow. Yes. Gosh. Which is funny because everywhere I went in Germany, it was that was very accepted. Yes. I, I mean, even I always there are church culture, but but welcoming at the same point. Yeah, I mean, I was. Again, I always try to blend in. Anytime I li- the entire time I lived overseas, I, I blended in for six years. I didn't identify with any anybody for six years solely to just kind of right be a chameleon into their cultures. However, I was never, I never had to worry about that too much in Germany. Like it was never a, oh, are you are you. Sure? I tried to learn some of the language. I'm extremely hard headed when it comes to learning languages. I will be the first to admit it, but I tried, and as long as you give a try over in Germany, they're very appreciative of you trying to oh, learn. Yeah. I, my, my German still to this day is, is very broken. I know enough that I can survive. Right. That's how I always put it to people. They're like, well, do you speak German? I'm like, a little bit. So so you can like say, friends, like, I know enough to survive. If you right. drop me off in any one city in Germany, I could live. I would be able to find the basic necessities. I would be able to eat. I would be able to get help. I could do things like that. I didn't realize we had just and such that's a all they, bad. Like you do that, they were always very happy with rating over there. I really didn't. No, that kind of hurts. that kind of hurt. Okay, and this one's gonna hurt you, Australia. Really? Yes. I know that is like your number one destination. Yes, it is. I my dream is to go to Australia one day. Forty-eight percent of the population believe that Americans are just too politically ambitious. Oh, so they would actually for love their me. laid-back nature. So they would love me. Yeah, I they're hate more. Politics, so I they think now from what I read anyway. It's not like I know I've never been to Australia. I wish I've been there, but they believe we are too politically motivated and ambitious, and that politics fill our every oomph. They and do to a lot of Americans. Oh, I'm sure. Right, God. right. They're more of a laid back nature. Either I love Trump or I hate Trump or this or right. pick a president. What it happens to be Trump now, but like it's always something exactly politically motivated. But that one surprised me. This that one, one also sad me. about because I feel like I would still be able to fit in very well. Oh there yeah, it's not like they're not welcoming. We just have a disapproval rate because everything is, you know. It all has to do around politics, and they're like, chill the hell out, man. Which is, if you know anything about our show, how many political stories have you done? I think yeah, really. <laughs> the Netherlands. Been there, visited, loved it. 59% of them view us as ignorant and extremist. I can believe that. I knew that because, uh, and it's not just America, they have a disapproval of um, Amsterdam in general, like uh, all through the Netherlands, right. Amsterdam specifically is very 
closed off to tourism now mm-hmm. because so many people have really ruined. Yes, Amsterdam. they've gone over there and gone extreme overboard. Mm-hmm. Right. They think, ah, oh, do this. Oh, I'll go to the red light. I'll do this. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And their culture was just to be free and to be to be just who open. You are. It doesn't yeah. matter what you are, what and you what do. you're doing. Just do it, man. Like that was. They That's were the really concept. living the Nike life. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the whole concept of the Amsterdam. Right. People went over there and went insane. And right. then they started not only fucking up those things, yes. but also great historic things there, like the Anne Frank house, uh, the bridges that are over there. Well, they started messing that shit up because they're just getting so crazy and stupid. Right. So I, I've actually it's heard that. It's not just Americans, though. It's correct. That's as why you I said, said right. I heard that they, a lot of people have a disapproval rating, and it has a lot to do with that. It, it, a lot of it revolves around Amsterdam. Even people that live outside of Amsterdam disapprove of a lot of other tourism in countries because of that. Because it's just such right. it puts such a bad taste in their mouth. Another one is Sweden. That one surprised me as well. We have a fifty-one percent approval or disapproval rating over there. <laughs> Maybe that's and why. That might be yes, that might be it, Trav. I might have fucked that up. Great, now we have a 52%. (laughs) (laughs) Because uh, they believe Americans have this Swedish fetish where we believe the Swedish all have it easy and everything's glorious and wonderful and there's no, nothing bad happens in Sweden. Okay, but how many of these stupid people that you know Mm -hmm. openly go, well, Sweden doesn't do it, well, it's free and sweet. How many do we use them as an example? Exactly. And they have to keep getting smacked in the face going, that's not every country. And also, you're only taking half of what they are. Right. But everything's free and sweet. No, it's not free. You pay they for pay, it a different way. Yes, they pay this exorbitant amount of taxes over there that over here people would be bitching and hollering, what? If you take home a grand in America, in Sweden, you're taking home 300 bucks. There you go. You're working the same amount, but everything's free. You're also only taking home 300 it's the same difference. I like it better because I feel like it's more accessible. Right. A lot of those quote unquote free things that we're talking about, like education and healthcare, the mm-hmm. big ones. I think they have it better off in the sense that it's more accessible to them. I think they have it right in that aspect. Yes. But it's not free. What what you're thinking? <laughs> There's still it still has to get paid for. It's just paid for differently and collectively instead. Then over here, right. It's paid collectively instead of individually. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, which, like I said, I agree with because I think it makes it a little bit more accessible to people in need. However, not free. They're just paid like, you know, quit Everybody using... Everybody pays instead yeah, of half. Quit using us as your excuse for everything. So what they want. And my last one kind of surprised me, but Travis has been there. I have not. Spain. Really? We have a 60% disapproval rate over there. And it's simply because they just do not like our foreign policies. Wow. They view things very different from us over there, so. That's very interesting. I thought, see, it was very different from my other. Very interesting. I like that one because a lot of the countries, I was like, what? They don't don't like us? And then you read into it. I like them. Okay, hold on, maybe. uh... (laughs) Huh? I said, and then you read into it, and then a lot of them are like, yeah, okay, okay maybe. I get why you don't. Okay. It's, it's true. And honestly, what's funny is you would think the military atmosphere mm-hmm. that 
those people will be the most politically driven. And it's quite the opposite. Amen. Like they, most of these countries that even have a high disapproval rating don't have a high disapproval rating of the military that lives over there. Mm-mm. Because 90% of them don't care. They just want to immerse them in culture. Right. So they're fine with it. They're like, okay, cool. And admittingly, when you go over to different countries in the military, they tell you what to prepare for and how to prepare for it. Oh, yes, very much so. So, Well, my next story of the week is going to be Judge Daddy. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're not going to say that for long. Judge Daddy. What the fuck? (laughs) No, no, no. God, I regret that name. (laughs) Ah. Uh, Pennsylvania father gavel, uh, was arrested daddy. and shit and stuff. Judge Daddy, show me your gavel. <laughs> <laughs> order, order in the court. <laughs> Objection. <laughs> Ejaculation. Is it determined by a set of your peers? <laughs> <laughs> Who gets to watch? <laughs> Who gets to? <laughs> I object. Oh, sorry. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Please, moving quickly on past that, a Pennsylvania father was arrested for allegedly shooting and killing a teenager. You ask, huh? What the fuck? Well, he thought that this particular teenager got his daughter hooked on drugs. Uh, Michael DiBiagio, DiBiagio, stupid-ass name. He was 41 years old. He was taken into custody on Friday in connection with a fatal shooting, fatal shooting, of Darren Scott Javak uh, from the Newcastle Police Department was the one that actually took him in and booked him. Javak was 17. He was shot outside of his job at Scutzy's Super Pizza. This poor kid was working at Scutzy's Super Pizza. He got shot outside of his job. Uh, and, was... and he actually had a job. Yeah, that's also true. You know what I mean? He was pronounced dead at the hospital. Oh. Um, he allegedly shot him five or six times as the team was leaving the pizza store. Uh, during questioning with police, he allegedly has said that he learned that his daughter had been sneaking out of the house to smoke marijuana with him, and that the, the two had also been us. <laughs> the two had also been using cocaine. While his daughter and his wife were at the shopping mall, uh, DiBiagio, De- 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 whatever, said he contacted him at who said he was at the pizza shop. According to the complaint, he said he drove home to retrieve his gun and then went to Scutzy's, Scutzy's Super Pizza to be exact, where he ordered an sh- extra large with pepperoni. Right? We'll get something to go. Yeah, really. Gotta get murder food. I'm gonna have where, that to go. Thank you. Where he shot Javek in the arm. He then shot him again to put the teen out of his misery because he looked to be in shock. The complaint you think? Says. Uh, he allegedly just told police that, well, he got his daughter, he got my daughter on, hooked on drugs or coke, which I guess they're separate now. I didn't, I thought coke was drugs. Yes, drugs or coke. <laughs> Whatever. One of those things. He did it. His daughter was sneaking out in the middle of the night, but it's everybody else's problems and reasons. Never dares. Maybe your daughter was a slut in hell. Probably. Well, when police arrived at the store, he surrendered and laid down on the ground. He's being held on criminal homicide and aggravated assault charges. Scutzy's Super Pizza did say in a Facebook uh, post that they were stunned and horrified. Wow, yeah. And that they, obviously, they wish to express the deepest condolences to Darren's family. 
Uh, we lost our Darren, and we were stunned by this horrific event. So obviously he was close to the crew of Scutsy's Super Pizza, which I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't be laughing. It's a goddamn no, I, horrendous yeah. story. But it the, is. The and fucking I'm name is Scutsy's Super guy. Pizza. Go Scutsy. <laughs> if you're ever nearby, eat there. Right. In in honor of Darren. They should they should have like a Darren special. Yes. Whatever his favorite pizza was. I don't care there what the fuck his go. favorite pie was. I'd like a Darren special. I don't special care if it was go. cheese. It's now a Darren special. There you go. I like your ideas. I just feel bad at poor kids. I just feel bad because this dad is the epitome of it's not my child. It can be. You know what I can't mean? Can't have anything to do with it. And that's saying my he child. thinks that they were doing either drugs or coke, which this dumbass doesn't even know what the, to say the fucking word and. <laughs> that just pisses or, me off. God forbid he says drugs like I coke, hope he gets, something like that. Just get some major ass time. And they, I mean, willingly surrenders and all, but like what? So I just, what? I'm so, I don't understand. You don't even have solidifying evidence for this. Hmm. You literally have an accusation and you're pretty sure that when she's sneaking out, it's with you because you all smoke pot together and you're pretty sure you're now doing coke together. No, you have no idea. You're the reason why she's hooked on it. Yeah. So I'm going to kill you. I'm not going to confront you. I'm not going to talk to. He's 17. Talk to his goddamn mom. His mom will whip his ass. I don't know. (laughs) This just pisses me off because I'm sorry. He is the epitome of. Stupid? Yes. Stupid and my child couldn't have done this. It had to be somebody else who did this to my child. I have a hundred percent disapproval rating of him. Yes, there you are. May Americans never visit him in a jail cell during visiting hours. Oh, visit him. All right. Wait, no one thought mine. It means my crush needs cup. No, <laughs> it means last clip. Cut mine after, please. <laughs> Looks like a jungle, which I guess is appropriate because I have a zoo. I always say I have a zoo, so I guess the jungle's appropriate. Ooh. Fuck you, neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with my first two stories, I told you where not to go on vacation. Now, I will share with you where to go Ah. on vacation. Ta-ta! Yes, listen to me. I know what I'm speaking about. Is there anywhere affordable that I can go in the next 100 years? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Quite a few of them. There... Ohio? Next door? (laughs) Yeah. West Virginia. No, Ooh. no offense. If we have a listener, I love you. <laughs> if we have a listener. <laughs> if we might have that one listener, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Apologize. No, These you're American... West Virginia. You know you're fucked. <laughs> you live there. You know. These American destinations are the most toured in America and are the most genuinely welcoming. And they're not all what you think. Yeah, there's some okay, off, okay. off, like Smoky Mountain Park. The Smoky Mountain. Yes. Smoky Mountain Rain. Oh, I okay. do love that song. Oh, so do I. Gotta love you, Ronnie. Nine million people visit that every year, and they can attest to its glorious beauty. Wow. So that's a lot of people. Uh, I would next. like to see it. I've heard it's very, very beautiful over there. Yes. I'm going to visit it soon. Now, Niagara Falls gets, yes, the American side. Yeah, but I've heard that, no offense to the American side, I've heard it's beautiful there as I've well. I've been to both sides. But I've heard the Canadian side truly is such a better 
view of Niagara itself. Not necessarily just saying, Forgive you know, me, America, but he's correct. That's why this is what I've heard. And actually, my my boss just went up uh, with her friends and all. Oh, I think it was two weeks ago. They went up to the Canadian side to, of Niagara, and she's. I guess I don't know if she had been or if it was the one person that was in their group. It was it was the one person who had been up, but only on the American side. And even they were like, "This is such a better view," and just. I've it's not even like the sides. town or anything like no, that. No, no, it like is. Niagara on the New York side is perfectly the fine. The Horseshoe Falls and but all that right there. if you really want to see right. Niagara Falls, they say you just have to go to that yes. say You just get such a better, just beauty of it. Agreed. Agreed. 12 million people visit Niagara Falls every year. So that's a lot of people. I would and of course, to. as we all know, Disneyland, happiest place on earth, with 16 million visitors. I want to go to Disneyland one day. I really do. I have not been there since I was a young child. So I, I have not been there since well, ever. I'm sorry. I just I would like to go. No, I, I would. I feel I like you're such would. a. I want to go to I not. See it. I want to see Epcot. That's exactly where I would rather go. I'd rather go to Epcot than I would. Is that, I don't know. Anyway, okay, where were we? Magic Kingdom, of course, we all know. 18.5 million go visit the Magic Kingdom every year. Wow. Go Walt. The National Mall, of course, been there. That's definitely worth a visit. Hello. Mall of America, like up in Minnesota? <laughs> yeah, not exactly. Oh, oh, okay. 24 million people love to visit our history every year. It is, I'm not, I just said earlier in the show how I'm not a history buff, and I'm really not. It, I, it's amazing. It's worth it. It is. It's so cool. And, you know, a lot of people go on vacation for what, about a week, and you got to get in some travel time, you know, going to and from. So about five days, I'd say. I would say it's fair. Have so much to do in that five days in in DC. You won't. You, can't you even won't do it all. get it all in, and you'll want to go back. And you'll want to redo some of the things you did just because exactly. it was that just because good. it was so and cool. You're like I might have missed something. It is amazing. If you have never visited DC, I highly recommend it. Yes, highly. Okay, the next is of course Las Vegas. That's another place I've always wanted to take a weekend. To. I wouldn't mind going there myself. I would, I've never been to Las no, Vegas. Never. Have. I've never even been through it. I want to, and I don't even want to take like a week. That's. One of those, I really just want to take like a three-day weekend in Vegas. That would be awesome. I'd have to agree with I you. I'd love, love to it. fly in like early on a Friday morning and then leave either late Sunday night or early Monday. Mm-hmm. Just to have a three-day weekend out there. I'd love it. And it doesn't have to be those three days. I yeah. I really don't care what three days. I just use that as an example. But I would love to have like a solid three days to go see the strip, walk down it, go into like the MGM Grand and you know things like that. 30 million people have had just that dream every year. That's a lot of, lot of, now this is the big one, Times Square. Oh yes, I would love to see New York. I want to see all these, god damn it. Yes, yes I do. 42 million people love the hustle and bustle of Times Square every year. And of all the ones you named, by the way, I've been to one. And I would gladly go again. Oh yes, I did. I, I, I have been to Niagara Falls. And I do have to agree that the Canadian side view of the falls is better. It truly is. Not that I regret going to the American side as well, because I don't. And I have been to Disneyland when I was young. Don't really remember it. 
Um, where else have I been? Oh, the National Mall, of course. Yeah. And I'm going to... No, I'm not going to the Smoky Mountains, am I? Yeah, you'll be over there. Yeah. Okay. So I'm kind of cool. I'll have that one. I would love to go to Times Square. That's your wife was just there. Yeah. I... Shut up. <laughs> that was nice. That's it's not fair. <laughs> My ass stays here and works. She gets to go up and she takes a, a detour to spend the fucking day in New York City on her oh, way home. I would have loved that. Supposed Damn to be it. home. Hey, we're not gonna be home until really late. We're stopping in New York City. Fuck you. Okay, I had the other response, which is, oh, I'm so happy for you. I would love to go there. Hell no. You marry her. She knows I <laughs> want I've been dying to go to New York City and see it. I would I would love to go there. What's funny is a couple of those you mentioned are actually mm-hmm. planned trips that me and my wife have. Sweet. Some of the things you mentioned is the top ones. Um, she has never gotten to go through. I think she's been to D.C. once, and it was like with a school group just for right. a day or two. Um, So she wants to go to D.C. You know, a lot of people think you have to be so into history to enjoy D.C. Could not be further from the truth. No, she wants to go there. So we eventually want to plan a little Mm. trip out there. Yeah. We want to plan a weekend up or like at least a a day or two getaway up in New York City. I'd love that. And we want to go to Niagara Falls. Those are like three of the top probably four or five trips that we have in our in our peripheral views that like we know we want to when we get time i will fall on my samurai sword if you ever uh, get your wife to agree to go to disneyland what you know i could you think i'll find some harry potter down there in the oh okay side. yeah okay I mean, it's now, you ta- but... yeah you could talk her into that okay actually no i probably could talk her into disney because she loves disney movies well everybody does but she's just yeah. not the crowd type and that is like one of the most crowded places I could uh, I don't know I don't know I would like to be able to, but you are probably right I'd probably never get her to do that that would probably be just me yeah that one you're you, which you by the way that would be the saddest place on earth <laughs> <laughs> fucking single 25 year old dude in Disney World <laughs> Wee, where your that won't put ears. me on a couple lists <laughs> I'm gonna get put on be walked out by security what were you doing? You're just weird, sir. <laughs> we're going to have to ask what you to leave. What the fuck? <laughs> and please, sir, Princess will Bell. you take the ears off? Nope. <laughs> I'm wearing them through the whole time. <laughs> I'll be back in the hall with ears. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, West Virginia is actually the f- place with the fourth most downloads of our podcast. Shit. <laughs> I love you, West Virginia. Come on, Mountain Mama. Take me home, Mountain Mama, to the place <laughs> I belong. Well, my last clip of the day <laughs> is Orgasm Orgy. All right. That's now, that's right. a last clip if ever there was one. I saved the best for last. Yes, you did. There is a woman who has uncontrollable orgasms constantly. And I'm not just talking about my wife. And millions of other women... If you wish. Millions of other women (laughs) who want to be her. A woman whose orgasms are triggered by things as minor as potholes and aircraft turbulence says the condition has ruined her life, which, by the way, I think you have a great ruined life then. I'm telling you. You are in constant euphoria. 
Hit that pothole, honey. Uh, the mom identified as Maria. She is 61, suffers from PGAD, or Persistent Genital Arousal Disorder. Fuck yeah, that's medical, bitches. I'm Who would the hell would go and see a doctor to cure that? It affects an estimated 1% of women. She Lucky can find herself bitches. unable to avoid climaxing when out and about, even when she feels no sexual desire. Most of the time, I feel like I am sitting on an ant's nest. There's times where it tickles all day, but something sets it off, and it's a full-blown orgasm. Driving over potholes, aircraft, turbulence, elevators, the vibrator, the vibration, the vibrator does it. Yeah, that helps a lot of women, though, not just her. <laughs> the vibration from violins, which I thought was a very, very specific thing that she picked out there. Yes, she did. That's a little scary there, honey. So, what is it her, like, what what affects you? Oh, you know, anything simple, like driving over potholes, aircraft, turbulence, escalators, the vibration from violins. Like, huh? Yeah, what, you live in a orchestra? <laughs> um, I don't know how many women I'll be back, say, honey. I'm going to the orchestra pit tonight. I don't know how many women could say they went to a Shania Twain concert and she made them orgasm, which I feel like that number is a lot higher than she's given credit for. Uh, she's made many a men I do it. I feel like a woman. Ow! Sorry. 90% of my life has been wrecked, and the other 10% is not so bad either, which really just sounds like I think you have a bad case of depression. Um, I had to give up volunteering Come just because... Come happy... Here, listen to this. I had to give up volunteering because just moving can set it off. One of my friends said to me, I'd become a recluse. The widow, which that poor guy, he had the easiest job in the world. <laughs> yeah, he did. From, an, a, oh, this fucking English name. East Dunbartonshire. Yeah, that one. Nailed has it. Has tried numbing gels, pelvic floor physiotherapy. A steroid injection directly into her clitoris. Ow! Have all proven ineffective. Well, damn, that was a waste then. Well, yeah, that's... Ow! I don't even have one of those parts and it sounds painful. God, I hope that didn't set her off. <laughs> She's afraid to try Botox. She's afraid Botox? <laughs> She's afraid to try Botox in case it leaves her incontinent after a routine gynecological exam examination in Glasgow's Stopenhill Hospital in September 2017 where a consultant rammed a speculum into her. Ow. The following month, she began experiencing distressing symptoms for the first time, uh, which would eventually be diagnosed as PGAD, which has caused damage to her something nerve, her pundendal nerve, I don't fucking know. Yeah, sure that. Or maybe, mm -hmm. uh-oh! Nerve. <laughs> That's the technical name for it right there. Maria, who is adult children, said, To think that this damage was caused by a consultant's incompetence and then you have in and then you have incontinence as a result of things just to try to cure the damage is just ludicrous. It's shocking. She's actually been lobbying uh, to be referred abroad for treatment, but despite the efforts of her MP, uh, the request has been declined by the NHL's NHS Greater Glasgow and Clyde Health Board. Shoot. I'd be walking around listening to violin music all day long. <laughs> I I mean, 
I, I, it's still a fucking hilarious story. I'm sorry, man. I don't. It's. it's I, I know funny. it's probably just horrible for you, but it's, it's hilarious for the but rest think, of us. She's 61. This happened in 2017. <clears throat> so she's 59. Yeah. So maybe by that time you're just too tired for that shit. Maybe. And she's a widow. So now she really needs it, right? I mean, you know, what I'm saying, you know those I'm just saying. vibrating violins right there. Yeah, just play me them violins, baby. <laughs> Devil went down to Georgia looking for a soul to steal. <laughs> All throughout the whole song. Oh, I love that devil. <laughs> Ooh, that boy. <laughs> that boy can play. He can play me a fiddle, let me tell you what. Does your dog pet? No, child, no. <laughs> I don't know why I had to go southern for that, but. Because uh, you were devil down in Georgia and yeah, shit. Yeah, I think that's it. That's right. <laughs> Just, I mean, like. I don't know. Part of me, I feel bad for. I get it. Part it of me's envious. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but some of the things she says just makes me laugh. Yeah. Sorry. And I do get that this is a medical issue, and so, but I'm just saying there are worse. You can't medical stop orgasming. Y- yes, there are worse medical issues out there. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Like. It, I mean, there's just, I don't know, when she's over there, oh, you know, sometimes it's just, there's a tickle all day and something sets it off. It's full-blown orgasm. Like, how is this not an intro to a porn? I'm telling you. And then I'm still, uh, the quote of the day, I mean, this could just be the quote of, of this series because I just, it makes me laugh every time I read it. The quote, driving over potholes, aircraft turbulence, escalators, vibration of Pennsylvania, baby. I don't know how many women can say they went to a Shania Twain concert that made them orgasm. Lots of women, honey. Lots Which, of women. Which, again, I feel like she obviously doesn't know much about Shania Twain. <laughs> have y'all seen her? Whose bed have you been spinning under? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> uh, but I figured that was a great... Oh, that was an awesome ending story, yes. I feel like we all got the climax after that. Uh, I think it's time to simply cuddle... And bid adieu. <laughs> Don't make her sleep in the wet spot. <laughs> it's probably always a wet... No. Just sit there. <laughs> yeah, really. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Okay, good one. <laughs> make sure that you're being active out there, kinfolk. Yes, yes. Uh, we love hearing from you. You can do that on our Facebook, our Twitter, our email. Like I said, all the links are posted in the description below. If you listen to the top of the show, I talk even a little bit more mm-hmm. about that. and We talk about how to be a hero to us just an absolute superstar go to wherever you listen to your podcast at rate us that five star give us a comment let us know what you think of this week's episode thank you so much for listening we cannot wait till episode 59 as always Mm -hmm. before we simply cuddle and take a nice moist nap uh, (laughs) remember we love our pets here. Help control the pet population. Spay and neuter your pets. And some, some of, of your orgasm relatives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go potholes. Especially if it's Go anybody that's a Pennsylvania father. Fuck off, Jack. Yeah, man. Freaking Jack.